Because you're ethnic and you listen to music? to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 60 with arms wide open. That's right. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. It is the new year, new year, new us, same old unprofessional podcast as always. I'm joined with Derek Cranavelt, Josh Jackson, and Juan Carlos. Boys, how was your New Year's? I mean, my I, I feel like our New Year's resolution should be to be slightly more professional. No. I, I'm drinking it's coffee. It's also a podcast with Shane O'Hare on it, so <laughs> yeah. Wait, no matter how professional, we beggars are, can't be choosers, I guess, right? What was it? Was that? Was that Josh? No, he said, no matter how professional the rest of us are, it just falls apart as long as Shane's on the show. Ah, gotta love it. <laughs> gotta love it. Juan, you, you, why is drinking coffee like like the like epitome of uh, professionalism? Because this time I'm drinking it out of a regular coffee mug that has no Star Wars or Nintendo um, regalia on it. Regalia, <laughs> and and there's no cream or sugar. I'm drinking it black. Oh. Like how, I, how I like my men. I'm I'm drinking water out of a My Little Pony uh, water bottle. <laughs> well, we, we um, balance each other out. Yeah, I I always had uh, this really like fucked up like. Like, I like my coffee like I like my women joke. It's like, I like my coffee like I like my women. Not my talking, little pony? Not talking. Or, I, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like my coffee like I like my women, woman ground up and in the back of the freezer. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Derek, um, in the I think I just realized that a little bit more and more every week. <laughs> in the pre-show, you were... You were um, you started down a wonderful New Year's story <laughs> that um, I immediately said, no, this needs to be on the show. So why don't you tell I, I us feel what it's happened? It's not that wonderful. but Compared uh, to our New Year's resolution or New Year's Eve's, it probably was. Oh, hold on. Uh, you, missed, you missed the story. It was. All right. So <laughs> Mine was pretty good. Oh, I yeah. can't talk about it on the air. Uh, so, I, so, did, I did get the, my first person kicked out of a bar while I was DJing. So that, was, that felt powerful. So for the first time ever, it wasn't you. Um, I've only been kicked out of that bar once, but, but it was out of, that, out of that bar. I like that you specified that bar. <laughs> it's the only bar I've ever been kicked out of. Um, yeah. Bar. So the other, it was, a, it was actually just a few days ago. It wasn't on New Year's, but we had a couple of friends over. You know, played some games on the Apple TV, had some drinks, uh, and then we got on the topic of. So my fiance and I had actually been talking about it for a little while um, about not getting an Xbox One because I had an Xbox One and I got rid of it and uh, we're trying to save for a wedding. And uh, are you guys getting married? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you knew <laughs> that for fiance implies long, that, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but Microsoft has had some really good bundles this holiday season, like a one terabyte console with like six games for a good value so we got on the topic of that when we were having a few drinks and by a few i mean a few too many and uh now there's an xbox one on the way <laughs> so so you you went drunk buying um and you got yourself <laughs> an xbox are you gonna return it i mean i you? also got it for my fiance dude that's like getting a bowling ball for your wife and say that's for her <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's exactly like that, actually. So that's good. Well, so you're actually keeping it. Yeah, we're gonna keep it. We decided. Well, that's nice. good. Yeah. Maybe it's time for me to get an Xbox too. 
Um, oh, I'm never gonna. I mean, I play video games for like five hours a month. Like, it's never gonna get used. <laughs> but you um, know, f- the the amount it costs over the five years that the Xbox has left in its lifespan, I'll I'll play some games. Play Actually, games. I'm really looking forward to Quantum Break. So oh, that's reason yeah, alone. That I, was like I, I the, really... that's reason alone to have an Xbox. And go get one. the Tomb Raider game, man. Came with the Xbox. Oh, <laughs> right. That uh, that just got announced. Uh, it's coming out on PC. Actually, you can I, I believe you can pre-order it in Steam. Yeah, it's right like, now. comes out on the twentieth or something, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, before we jump into news, that was this whole story. Shane actually played it up a lot, and then it wasn't as exciting as he thought it was going to be. Um, well, we were all laughing pretty good. I mean, pre-show. it was the next day. I wasn't sure if it actually happened or not. So, <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? I think that's happened to a lot <laughs> of us. Where we're just, didn't re- oh, sorry, it just showed up, and then. Yeah, like a few days later, it just shows up, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why is why is there five? Actually, I, I bought it on my fiance's credit card too. It's the funniest part. baller. <laughs> her oh, computer at, the, at the moment. Baller. So at the moment that I decided to purchase it, her computer was closer than my computer was. <laughs> so I grabbed her computer, and her credit card information is saved on her computer. Did you have so... like a wife beater on? Like I'm ordering this on your card. <laughs> And I'm going to take a <laughs> sick day, and I'm going to play Madden. Now drive me to the GameStop, so get me in some Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've only drunk sh- online shopped once. Um, Is that when you got your plasma sword? No, that was sober. <laughs> I wasn't drinking when I got that plasma sword. I didn't start oh, no, that was just was... after a good tax return or something, wasn't it? <laughs> no, the, the, it was the permanent fund dividend. I it love had, like, that story so bonus. much. Fuck, that story is embarrassing. <laughs> but the only time I went drunk shopping, like I was at home drinking, as I do. Um, and then uh, things get a little hazy, and I end up uh, going to bed. And I woke up the next morning, and... Uh, there's an email. It's like, here's your Amazon receipt. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What happened? <laughs> and it was a receipt for $60. I'm like, oh, fuck, what happened? So I log I in mean, my Amazon. $60 is better than like 500 Canadian dollars. Actually, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> so I log in and I check my like shop history. I had bought two pair, two grills, you know, the, like the jewel, oh, the jewel things oh, you put in your Jesus. teeth. And a spinner watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "What the fuck was I, what was drunk me thinking that I needed two grills and a spitter watch?" I mean, I think that was just the real you coming out. So I emailed the shop and I'm like, "Yo, man, can I can I cancel this? I got really drunk last night and like went drunk online shopping." And the guy got back to me like instantly, and he's like, "Oh, sure, yeah, no problem, man. That happens to me all the time." <laughs> <laughs> they have like the right. reasons like oh find a better price or already got a second as a gift or you were drunk shopping <laughs> and the, it's, it's, like it's funny because the, the thing that kind of set this all in motion is uh obviously like i like i see a lot of movies so mikhail and i go to the movie theater probably like twice a week somehow oh, really? uh, somehow i find time for that outside of work but uh there's this, been this recurring commercial for the last like two months for halo 5 <laughs> And this commercial is just like they're they're talking about like all of a sudden they're hunting Master Chief, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? And then so I was like, maybe we have to find out. And uh, <laughs> maybe we have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now we're gonna find out. But I, by now, I mean like in a year when I've played through all the other Halo games because I have to get the Master Chief Collection again somehow and then... Uh, <laughs> somehow as if it's like out of print. It's. I mean, it, I'm in Canada, man. This shit's expensive. 
Well, I'll. Uh, um, my da- did you see my? Did you have you seen the? Did you see the Canadian cha- the Canadian dollar well, recently? Der- Derek, yeah. if it makes you feel any better, I finished Halo Five, and I still don't know why they're chasing that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but see I got, what the exchange uh, rate is right now. It's like seventy-one cents. It's the worst it's been in thirteen years. Yeah. I'm going to have to, like, I don't know if I can afford Comic-Con this year. It's so it's so bad. Stop buying Xboxes! <laughs> and, and, well, sh- and, and shouldn't the uh, the the wife, uh, uh, like, the wife, isn't it, like, typically the wife's parents pay for the wedding? Yeah, I don't yes. want to get started on that. But, but <laughs> she paid for part of wait, the wait, Xbox. Wait, 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 she wait, paid for wait, part wait, of wait. the Xbox, so. Um, you can just come over here. I'm an ordained minister, and I'll marry you. Yeah. For cheap. You're in a minister, too? Yeah. I'm a minister. Church of Universal Light, Modesto, California. Uh, but look how look how multi Is that like an online order? Is that something you ordered online? Don't worry how I got ordained. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. Best fifty dollars I spent. <laughs> now what is about to happen is actually really exciting news for me. Um Guillermo del Toro is gonna present Hideo. No, before Kajima. we before we get into the news. I mean, I know we perfect segue. The perfect segue, dude. I put a reminder in the outline and in the chat, so you knew it was coming. Interrupt Shane segue. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done. 2016 starting off with a blast. So Geekscape is always growing. Right, guys? Yes. And part of that growth is that we need more people to join. I'm just going to wait. Are you and more Xbox there? Ones. <laughs> I can't even. Just keep going. No, I'm going to wait. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. You okay? Are you okay? You kind of ruined it, but anyways... We- <laughs> We we need more writers. So if you can write, or even if you can't, email Derek at Geekscape.net or Jonathan <laughs> and Geekscape.net. Let us know what you're interested in, and we'll see if we can fit in. If, if, uh, if there's anybody that wants to uh, write fanfics uh, about the members of the band Creed, we will also post those. <laughs> <laughs> I guess With legs the- wide open. Like the main requirement is that you have to write more than Shane, which isn't that hard. Absolutely. I, I uh, oh, I wrote one article this week, and it wasn't Monday music. I, dude, I had a fucking the new Martin Garrick song is fucking banger. It's got this like amazing tech house like melody and that like really like throaty drum that's like super going up in Future House and Tech House right now. And you, you say I say like too much. So Guillermo del Toro is presenting Hideo Kojima with a Dice Award Hall of Fame Hall of Fame Award. He's, a, he's um, presenting him with a whole Hall of Fame, <laughs> an entire hall. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's um it's i i think there's a lot of people that were that were talking um um uh that i saw in the blogosphere does the blogosphere exist anymore that's the whole internet now i think okay everyone um, has a blog um i heard a lot of uh comments that um a lot of people were wondering like well, why this guy he's you know he's you know just kind of made one one game and a lot of the other people that won um uh, did a lot more st- stuff. Who's only made one game? Uh, well, I mean, he's only he's like responsible from for like one big franchise, when a lot of the other ones have done amazing stuff. Like last year's winner was Gabe Newell. Mm, um, okay, I see. So there's a lot of there's a lot of people speculating, and I mean, was, I feel like it's like here's an award because we're sorry about Konami. 
Yeah, that's isn't that's, that that's, like that's... almost every award he's been getting since then, though. True, true. That and, and I kind of I kind of agree with that that sentiment. It's kind of like, well, you got fucked. I mean, and he's he has made a lot of incredible games in his career. Uh, when's the last time Valve released a game? Uh, let's take let's consult the book of knowledge while while you vamp about. Uh, I just like I feel Dead like two. Maybe yeah, because I think was Counter Strike Go after that or before that? Before oh, no, what? after the for after... two. Um, hold on. It's in any case, in it, it, go ahead. Sorry. No, vamp talk. Go. Uh, oh wait, like guys. it's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. But it's important. I I just noticed because we're using this uh, program. Have you guys noticed that raise your hand option? What? Where? On ZenCaster. I don't where I don't see it. You don't see it? Oh, nice. I see yeah. it. So like, if we have something to say, I click on this, <laughs> and it's like, oh, since Shane can go, oh, I see. JC wants to say something. Yeah, we finally so, figured out a way to make everyone stop talking over. <laughs> 60 episodes in. But Shane still will. So I'll put my head down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you had something to say there. Uh, it's just Shane or drunk Derek. It's. I, I feel like it is a very deserving award because he's crafted you know some of the best games in each and every generation basically like he is there's not a generation of video games that he hasn't had a hand in and hasn't touched and you know whether it's the metal gear series which is obviously the one that everyone is familiar with but you also have uh like zone of the enders and that one with the vampires and like Mm -hmm. other stuff like he's done so much stuff and that's a huge award and while like gabe newell like of course valve is not only responsible for some of the also some of the best games we've ever seen they also basically saved pc gaming with steam like like that's a well and is the dice is it just for games in general or is it for like it's um the the uh the the academy uh for interactive arts and sciences um and they have uh actually i i tried to find what the dice acronym stood for and there's like i i I could not find it It's, (laughs) it's it's only been um the letters but um dice's for like game developers it's kind of like the igf um uh or gdc it's like gdc um so remember uh, that time they diced all the content out of battlefront so i guess uh, see it's funny uh uh to to go back real quick dota 2 was released in july of 2013 but that was was that not the public release or was that when it first went beta uh it just says original release date okay so anyway um there's a lot of speculation that um since Del Toro is presenting it, and there's rumors that Del Toro and Kojima, now that Kojima is free, um, that they're going to be working on a project. Um, and the, the joke that I came up with is, is that it's going to be uh, um, uh, extremely loud mountains instead of Silent Hills. <laughs> <laughs> loud mountains. Did you make that up? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I could tell. <laughs> What do you guys think? I was thinking think more that... along the lines of like quiet valleys. Uh, Monument Valley. Okay, first first podcast of the new year, and we are we are fucking we are firing at all cylinders. What do you what, do? You guys think that Del Toro and Kojima are actually going to be working on something now? No. There's a lot. There's there's a why not? Uh, because like six months ago, Del Toro said he was never going to work on another video game again, and I believe him. Really? I mean Also they he just announced like two new Netflix series yesterday and uh he's got like movies in the works, so I think he's too busy probably 
to be like actively involved in a video game. And he also said six months ago he would never be involved in a video game. Hmm. Um, okay. Not as much as I would love it. it. It would be absolutely incredible. And that was part of why Silent Hills was so exciting. Um, you know, because nobody does creature design uh, like like Del Toro does. I just don't and didn't didn't they say that they had a like legendary? Um, yeah, and that yeah. was not really that was not revealed until much later. But one of like the most celebrated like horror manga artists of all time was also involved with the project. Yeah, uh, Juan, you have something to say? Yeah, it's uh, you know this <laughs> the little hand went away. <laughs> yeah, because because I, I put it away. <laughs> uh, when we heard that they were working together for Silent Hill. Um, and that didn't happen. And it remember that we were so we were all angry. I think that was like the angriest podcast. I'm still we've angry. Done. I'm still angry. It's like now they can finally do it. Like if you can now you're free. There's nobody holding you back. Why not? And I, I don't think Guillermo del Toro is busy at this moment. Now, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I mean not that he can't get work, but I, at this moment, I there I don't know of any work that he's. <laughs> God, he's got so it. much. I just said he's got so much stuff. He, is, he announced, is he directing or is he just producing? Uh, they announced two Netflix series yesterday that he is. I think he's writing at least one of them. Uh, oh, but writing. I mean, and, I, and, and I feel like, man. and I feel like, as much as like, like that team up, it was perfect for Silent Hills. Oh, absolutely. I don't. I don't think that they should. I. I don't think that they should get together just for the sake of getting together. Like it has to be for something organic and something special, like what that was going to be. Well, I mean, they can, they can still they can still make like a a visceral horror game, and it doesn't have to be Silent Hills it, because that that was such a departure from everything else. I felt like it was going to be its own entity. It's not going to be like a continuation of the story. Um, oh no, it was going to be like a reboot. I'm sure. And is this yeah, better so, though? That series has been that series has fallen to absolute shit. Well, this is, seems like a better thing now that they have complete creative freedom that they don't have to have any ties to Silent Hill. It would have That's been true. nice because I mean he's a fan of the series, but now you have a clean slate. Build your own thing, your own characters, own storylines, creature designs. So I, I mean, especially with Guillermo del Toro's background, working with uh, designing monsters and creatures, and you know, especially from looking at Pan's Labyrinth and stuff of that nature, and Hellboy, they can do something really special, and to have it still be organic. I think they could do it, and I I, I want to believe the rumors because I like both of the both of those creators. And me too. Now that Kojima is kind of on his own, they'll do something amazing. Josh, you want to say something? No, just along the same. I was just going to say that they could still take a lot of the ideas that they had for Silent Hills and just adapt it to a like a uh, original IP kind of got, like what you guys were alluding to. Um, I mean, you know, one. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go for it. No, I was just going to say one way or another. I mean, I hope there something does come out of it because there was a lot of people that were really excited about it. But I mean, if it doesn't, I can't really blame the people involved either because it's like something like that would leave a bad taste in their mouths. I'd imagine. Yeah, I was just I was just going to add that. Uh, what it, you know, it could be something that's just too close to home for them. Like they they must have both put so many hours and so much heart and soul into wherever they got on Silent Hills and maybe they don't want maybe they wouldn't even want to develop something in that genre because it because they can't develop what they were wanting to develop with that yeah uh when's the awards thursday february 18th uh he's getting the award so we'll know then um and if um there's a it's it's being held in vegas and uh you can register to attend um uh the auspicious event though it sounds like uh, from what from what I heard, it's like a really 
really like the whole convention is a um, uh, how would you say like a really developer inside ball like inside mm-hmm. inside baseball kind of convention. It's 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 not something unless you're like super into. It's not like a game awards thing where it's like no. world premiere, world premiere, world premiere. Like it's f- for and by the industry. Yeah. Fubu. Anyway, Fubu with that five. Fubu five. Um, so the Oculus Rift finally got its uh, release date, uh, March 28th, and it's coming in at a whopping 599 US dollars. And that is a joke I stole from you, Josh. Yes. So I can tell. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> was the, funny? What was the joke? 599 US dollars. Yeah, why is that a joke? What? Juan, do you, do you get the joke? I do. I, I also want to warn Derek that he shouldn't drink that day. <laughs> No, but what's the joke? <laughs> oh, I don't think you, I don't even think Juan gets the joke. I don't. It's like the when when they announced uh, Josh, I'll let you I'll let you tell it. Back when they announced the PlayStation Three with that really really horrible E three press conference, that was one of the quotes that came out of it because they announced the PlayStation Three at being five hundred ninety nine US dollars, and just the way he said it became like a meme at the time. Yeah, uh, and that okay. whole presentation became that whole presentation became a meme, like giant enemy crabs and all of those stuff. <laughs> What I loved about that, it's like, this gamer's going to boast historically accurate battles. And then, like, a couple of seconds later, it's like, so we come over here, and there's a giant enemy crab. <laughs> I was like, what? I was watching that live, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> or the whole, like, next-gen features, like, real-time weapon change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Red <laughs> Racer. And then you fast forward like five or six years later, and then I think it was the Xbox One press conference when they're like, oh, futuristic next-gen technology, like fish that move out of the way when you swim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they had that side-by-side comparison. It's like Mario 64 where they did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, not <laughs> living in the awesome. past, living in the future. The future is March 28th for the public uh, Oculus Rift. And I am really tempted, but I'm I would... I feel like I'm. I personally am gonna go to the the Valve and HTC's Vive. Yeah, I would love. I would love to hear everybody's opinions on. V- I'm sold on VR after um uh, this year after the porn. Oh no, that's the, that's the thing. I've been downloading VR porn. I'm ready to go. The moment I get a headset, I'm I am I am done. Who Didn't needs you get a girlfriend? A what? You got a cardboard? It never showed up. Oh, didn't I, I give you one? Like, why do I need to buy? Why do I need to buy any of them when I have my cardboard? Um. Because this is like super HD, it's got built-in headphones. Uh, I've got a good computer, so it I'm looks gonna... really high quality, actually. I'm su- I'm surprised with the final build. It's got the, the built-in headphones are are like a brilliant idea. Yeah. Um. And yeah, because uh, it was seem it seemed kind of awkward every time we used it at Comic Con. They would put on the headset and then have to put on the headphones separately, and it was like an extra cord, and like they didn't always fit that well because there's so many different like shapes and sizes of headphones that having them built in seems like a way better idea. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it comes with, um, I know it's coming with that Eve Valkyrie game. comes with another game called Lucky's Tale as well. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of Lucky's Tale. What yeah, is neither that? have I. It comes with a bunch of stuff. Actually, it comes with a neat case uh, that looks very high quality, very protective, great for carrying it around or whatever you're going to do with it. Uh, it comes with that Lucky's Tale game, an Xbox one controller, the Oculus itself, uh, and an, something called an Oculus remote, which is meant to let you ease more easily navigate the system and stuff like that. Uh, and you can also pre-order, you can order an Oculus ready bundle that 
includes an Oculus Ready PC uh, for like fifteen hundred bucks. Which, 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 when they were starting to like when DK two came out and whoever the president of Oculus is right now, um, shit, what the fuck is his name? Um, he said that um, you would need a PC that was about fifteen hundred dollars to power the Oculus um, effectively, and that was kind of a weird barrier to entry. For a lot of people, but now that you can get the full headset, all the extra accoutrement, and a, a Oculus Ready PC for fifteen hundred, the, re- the the requirements must have come down significantly, or they just got a fucking like, well, they they all that Facebook money, so they yeah, must have true. they must have snagged like some sort of like crazy hardware deal. Well, because I know there was a lot of controversy yesterday over the price when it was revealed, because they had said at some point. A long time ago, that it won't be less than three fifty. So people immediately thought, okay, it's going to be three fifty. And, and wasn't the DK two like three hundred? I'm not sure, but this they they actually said that they're not that they're essentially not making any money on this, and that good VR is expensive, and that the um, like value that they're selling this for is they said is insane, actually, and it looks really high quality. And I I feel like six hundred dollars for this, I feel like that doesn't seem like that much. Like like it's expensive, but I feel like for like it's essentially another platform in its own, right? And yes, it's you know you need you need a good expensive computer to run the thing, but it's uh it's a new platform, and of course, literally the first one to come out. Well, aside from the Gear VR, but the first kind of desktop uh, VR platform to come out, how could it be at anything less than that? Uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the price of the Oculus DK2 was, but I I, I feel and if I I feel like if I already if I had a computer at this point that could support it, I would order three hundred and fifty dollars for the DK2. Yeah, but this is also way higher quality than that. I I believe it's the same guts. Oh, you can't even get the DK2 anymore. No, no. So uh, Josh is having issues again. Josh is having. Oh, no, I'm not. That was an oh, old text. Oh, okay. Jesus, man. Um, uh, one, uh, but yeah, Josh. in any case, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> one, Josh. Um, it's. I mean, you guys are lucky with your dollar where it is because it's only six hundred dollars. Because it costs nine hundred dollars in Canada. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Uh, and so, so, and that's the the main reason why I yesterday i looked at the price was disappointed and i let go of the oculus for several years probably because a nine nine hundred dollars for a headset okay sure but i also to you know that computer to run it is also going to cost probably two grand in canada so to get basically to get the end point of entry for oculus rift for me would be like twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars right now really yeah yeah Hmm. everything is like everything is so expensive right now like one cucumber is like five dollars I think we found our stinger of the show. <laughs> Juan Josh, what is your stance? Yeah, that Xbox One was cheaper than groceries, basically. Are you going to eat that Xbox like groceries? I mean, it comes with like a manual, which is paper, which is fiber at least. I've, I, I would hope that at least Juan or Josh would get that joke. Eat the Xbox like groceries. I'm sorry. I let you down. Because the groceries cost because the groceries. No, you eat that booty like groceries. That- eat the booty like groceries. What are no, you talking about? What? Eat, eat that ass <laughs> like groceries. Why, so why would you think I would get that? Because you're ethnic and you listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're like Juan Josh? You get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, racist and sexist, man. <laughs> um, what's not to love? <laughs> Me. Who else but Shane? <laughs> so the VR concept. Did you guys get to check out any VR this summer? I didn't. Just my cardboard. And uh, do you think um, would is Oculus's price point? And you're not a PC gamer, but is Oculus's price point and its potential price point for other VR systems that you might get, like Morpheus or Vive? Which, well, that's a PC one too. Um, uh, and Hololens. Do you guys think it's going to be the barrier to entry is going to be too high, and you're not going to go for it, or is VR something that that um, that you guys would be interested in? I mean, VR is not even really something that I'm super excited about to begin with. So, especially at six hundred dollars, I'm not gonna well, uh, spend my money on why, it. But I mean, why aren't you interested? And in what would be a good price point for for you? Because you, you don't seem like the target demographic for VR. Um, is it because he's ethnic? <laughs> I mean, so you were just words, being like, super racist, so I just thought I mean, you were continuing with that. I mean, so it, in it, other words, it, a cardboard was to my target demographic oh, because Jesus <laughs> Christ! You can, you can. I mean, if you had VR, you could play Privilege Simulator and see what it's like to be a white guy. <laughs> privilege, Privilege Simulator. Yeah. People don't clutch their purses when I walk by them. You are so like harmless looking. Nobody would clutch anything. Actually, that's not true. I've been followed in stores before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this podcast got dark. Anyway, uh, continue. At least, I haven't, at least I haven't been shot yet. Yet, you're still young. <laughs> yeah, give it time. Anyway, finish your thought. Oh no, that was uh, it. One, do you have? A th- I I haven't. Podcast is going great, <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's we're 32 minutes in, and we're not still talking about fig. So. <laughs> uh, that Which, got. By the way, I'm gonna look. That got funded. By the way, that's that. They got, they got funded. Um, yeah, they, today or yesterday, it was fully funded. Yeah, let's just see if it fucking actually comes out. But one VR, uh, not for six hundred, and I I understand that's a deal. But with that six hundred dollars, with all the games that are coming out this year, uh, I would rather put my money towards stuff that I know that I'm probably going to get more enjoyment out of. And you know, I'm sure if that um, I'll with all the gaming friends that I have and that we have here. We're gonna find that one person who bought the VR set, and so we can get a go, we'll get a chance to go ahead and play it there. But uh, I, I can wait. I, I mean, I want to play it. I, I'm in- intrigued by it, but I think I can um, resist for the time being. And it, I, here, here's the thing: I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you guys beta test it for six hundred dollars, and then in a year when it's half off, I'll pick it up. Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna. <laughs> say to that to that tune it's i mean it's been in beta they've been beta testing it for like four years but uh to that tune it's it's a first gen consumer release so it's gonna be expensive as fuck and then two years down the road it's gonna be way more affordable and as competition comes out it's gonna become more affordable and and that's that's just the way these things go besides if you were like say if i bought it and then i would be hard pressed to find other people who would have it too so we can play online games so it's just going to be me and those single player campaigns. So it just, you know, if we just wait a year or two, there's so many great games slated for this year and some that we don't even know about yet. I, I think we it's safe to wait. I mean, there's a real, real need, and there's and I can't think of a game that's well, outright. It's not like there's no lack of content. Right. Absolutely. And right. And I mean, we still really don't know about the games that are going to be out for it. So I mean, it's cool that it's coming out, and hopefully there are those killer apps, those games that will make us want to have it but at this point right now um i can wait 
I, and I think that the the thing that I'm almost missing out the most about not getting it is not the games because I have enough games to play, but there's so many different like amazing sounding experiences on Oculus or you see, you know, the video of that dude uh, doing that like NASA demo and he starts crying because it's so amazing and like all that sort of stuff. That is the stuff that I feel like I'm missing the most by not jumping on this early is all of these experience like other experiences. You know, it's not it's not just a gaming platform. Like it's a it's a just a f- entertainment and oh, absolutely. Platform. Like you know, there I was reading at work the other day about this company that's making this virtual reality uh, Everest climb with uh, made out of like three hundred sixty degree video footage and all that sort of stuff. Like stuff like that, that sounds cool. that sounds way that sounds cooler than playing a game in virtual reality. Almost like just uh, it's just an, the next level of immersion and that's something that I would like to jump into as soon as possible, but uh, not for $3,000. Right. And you know what? There's, and we had our, something like that already with the Wii U where we had that uh, ability to, there were like these little videos that came out. One took place in France, another one in Tokyo. And I think the other was like the French Alps where you like are hang gliding through, uh, through that area. And you could hold your Wii U gamepad out and spin it like turn 360 degrees up down whatever mm-hmm. and see that perspective and it was nice you know it was like a four or five minute video but the novelty wore off real quick so even with vr as amazing as it is and how you're describing it I'm, I'm sure like first time around it's amazing but how many times can you do that until it starts to wear off um, mm-hmm. you know so it's it's got to be one of those things like you would show your friends like oh my god you got to put this on you got to experience this and that would be fun, but you know, for six hundred bucks or even more than that, you know, what was it three thousand dollars? With that, I mean, with the with computer. The, oh, with the computer. Yeah, oh, with, that's got to be oh, a computer to, to push it. Yeah, it's 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 a thing. Like it's incredible. Yes, but like you said earlier, you know, wait a year or two, let the competition stiffen. You know, other companies putting out their VR sets. Then at that point, I'll, this is something that I know we're all going to get on on eventually, but at you know, just not right now. And I, this might sound really weird but i'm trying to be genuine um the the, the porn is going to ship units of this like I, I porn ships units they're, of, they're always at the forefront like the porn industry is always at the f- forefront of everything. each technology like that's why vhs won that's that's like wasn't it porn that made streaming take off way before youtube did and like, oh, yeah. all that's all this stuff like i mean it sounds yeah it sounds kind of weird but it's uh that's 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 the um, that's it. I mean, porn is going to push push units, and whichever one, hopefully, hopefully, uh, like the different APIs for the different platforms aren't going to you know limit it. And if you know, porn has to pick you know you know one over the other. Uh, then I mean, that's what's what happened to Blu-ray. Like porn picked yeah. Blu-ray. The first like HD porn was uh, Pirates, the one that they filmed on the um, Star of India. And, what's uh, the Star of India? Uh, it's that boat that's in San Diego that oh we had that party on. Oh really? Yeah. So they filmed a porno there. Uh, why do I know this? I don't know. <laughs> All right, what do you guys I, want to talk I, about? What, what do you? I what thought do you got that to... one thing just to close out on Oculus. One thing that was really cool is that they announced that every Kickstarter backer that backed for an original development kit headset, they're getting a retail retail kit for free. Oh oh really? Yeah, I thought that was a pretty unreal gesture. To the people that you know basically paid for it to exist and who sat through the issues that it had and the successes that it had and everything like that, like it's just a that's a great gesture. 
to close out you know the the development period of this device yeah i i think um that's that's really a surprising gesture i'm i'm surprised at at that um tell us what outlast 2 is cuz i have no idea what it is did you you didn't play outlast it's a sequel to outlast 1 yeah it's a sequel to outlast what is outlast Outlast is a survival horror game that came out uh, in like 2014 for PC and maybe 2014 for PS4 as well. Oh shit, I played this. Yeah, it's really, it's very <laughs> creepy, really atmospheric, great graphics. You have like a camera and you have to, you have batteries for the night vision. So you have to like limit your usage of the night vision and it's creepy as fuck and it's in an insane yeah, asylum. Me, me and some of my uh, friends would uh, uh, drink something that we call Riot Punch and then go play... Uh, play like spooky games together and we drank yeah. a lot of riot punch and played this game once uh but once all the riot punch went out and then the headaches just came in we stopped playing yeah but it's a it's i i really enjoyed the game and it came from an independent independent developer it was very successful uh and it came out at a time when there hadn't like now there's been a bunch of good survival horror experiences in the last year and a half or so uh outlast can't it kind of came out at a time when we were kind of in a lull so it especially stood out at that point uh it had an expansion that was a excuse me an expansion that was apparently very good as well uh and now they announced outlast 2 was in the works uh the first kind of screenshot came out today uh and it's they also revealed that outlast 2 will not be set in an asylum it's a totally new setting um they released an official description as well, which says uh, no conflict is ever black and white, but once the dust has settled, the victors get to decide who was right and who was wrong, who is good and who is evil. Human nature pushes us to the extremes of violence and depravity, uh, which we then justify by divine inspiration and promise of paradise to come. Horror rises from the desperation and blind faith. Outlast 2 will test your faith, pushing players to a place where going mad is the only sane thing to do. Uh, it sounds pretty cool. It's supposed to hit. Uh, it will hit PC, Xbox One, and PS4 this fall, uh, and I'm really excited for it because I really like the first game, and it'll be very interesting to see where the development goes beyond this. Would anybody play first-person uh, survival horror game with the? Oh, Oculus? totally. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I but but and by absolutely, I mean for five minutes at a time. <laughs> I I played uh, Alien Isolation. Oh, uh, you got to do that on the Oculus. Nice. Um, that must have been. I I can barely play Alien Isolation without the Oculus. Oh, it was terrifying. It it's was so scary. It's that is a phenomenal game. Um. Yeah. That was that was absolutely terrifying. Uh. Anything else this this week we want to talk? It's been kind of. It's still been kind of slow. What about Pocket Mortys? I have no idea what that is. You guys hear about Pocket Mortys? Mm-mm. Pokemon version of Rick and Morty. Yeah, right? so Adult Swim announced uh, very recently the, that they're coming out with a mobile game called Pocket Mortys, which is obviously kind of sounds like Pocket Monsters, uh, but it's a Pokemon style game for iOS and Android where you have to your, your goal is to catch all the Mortys <laughs> that uh, that exist in this world. There's videos <laughs> online of it. Uh, it. It's coming out. It's apparently it's absolutely free from Adult Swim Games. It's coming out on January 14th. Uh, it what looks platforms? it looks hilarious. Uh, iOS and Android, I believe. Nice. Uh, yes, actually, iOS and Android. I'm reading that right now. But there's there's videos online. It looks so funny, oh God, and especially if you're a Rick now. and Morty fan. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, which if you've seen Rick and Morty, you are a Rick and Morty fan, basically, because it's freaking ge- it's genius. Like you're gonna have a freaking blast, probably. 
Oh my! I've uh, I've only seen clips. I've never sat down to watch it. Oh, you, you should! Uh, this, oh my god! You, I, I feel like you would really enjoy it. I feel like at this point, like everybody says, I would enjoy it. That I shouldn't watch it and just you know be a hipster. Okay, it's your loss. Mm. Josh, you're like my friend who said he didn't want to see Star Wars. Because oh, I had a friend. I had a friend. He's like, it. yeah. And then he saw it the next day and was talking about how awesome it was. Yeah, one of my friends is like, I'm never watching it. And I'm like, good. You don't deserve it. If you're complaining about things that are too mainstream and you're doing these and you're posting these complaints on Facebook. Um, I use LiveJournal. Did you guys know that George R.R. Martin uses LiveJournal to like put out his like releases to the fans? Like He doesn't use Twitter or anything. He's got a fucking LiveJournal. I don't know what LiveJournal is. What? You guys know what LiveJournal is, I'm so non-mainstream. I use a, a printing press. <laughs> I just post my I just post my opinions on tr- on tree stumps. <laughs> oh, oh man, I I man, I thought you were gonna go like with uh, Martin Luther there, you know, nailing it to churches. I was thinking about it, but then I thought you'd confuse me with the wrong Martin Luther because I'm ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you posted a bunch of news pieces this week. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, what's coming from your side of the world? Side of the, I don't know what I'm doing. I quit. I, you know, I quit. I, I can't. I can't be on the show anymore. It only took a year and a half. Yeah. No, but yeah, I w- I posted a couple of things. Some of it was from the Namco Namco Bandai announcement we were talking about a few weeks ago. But they did post a trailer for the next Tales game, which looks pretty interesting. Uh, this time around, you're playing as a what looks like a pirate who has some kind of like half wolf like maybe a werewolf type of ability but they haven't gone into too much specific detail yet so a lot of the game and the details around what the trailer showed off are still uh somewhat of a mystery are these games uh, all interconnected or are they just in the same universe or no they just share similar gameplay like every once in a while they'll come out with a sequel to a previous one but it'll be obvious like tales of symphonia 2 and then tales of zillia 2 i think were the only two that were interconnected so it's kind of like final fantasy yeah okay pretty much and um so yeah the next one as far as i know is not gonna have any connection to any other tales game but i don't know it's weird and i mentioned this in the article but just a few years ago there were a few tales games that didn't come out over here and they were talking about how the series wasn't doing too well, and now all of a sudden it's like an annual thing. So, I mean, good for them, though, because the games are always really entertaining, if not a bit similar. But it's good to see them consistently coming out again. Um, I mean, outside of that, the Hyper Dimension, or, I'm sorry, excuse me, Mega Dimension Neptunium whoa, Victory whoa, 2. Whoa, don't get it twisted. This is Mega Dimension. <laughs> I can't believe I fucked that up. Anyway, um... Mega Dimension Neptunia Victory 2's limited edition pre-orders went up today, which I think last time I checked they were still up, but that was the set that I was talking about a few weeks ago that comes with the skin, uh, the poster. They actually added a bonus poster. It has the plush uh, the plush Umio fish that we were talking about last week, I think. And so, yeah, so as soon as I risked getting fired, refreshing over and over again until the pre-order went up and I picked it up right at 10 o'clock. So I'm good. Right on. Dope. Anybody else want to get anything before we get into what we've been playing? Because I have one thing. One more thing. Hello? We're here. Hello. <laughs> so our friends over at Destructoid um, ranked all 52 
Smash Bros. Amiibos um, as they would uh, as butt plugs. Are you writing for Destructoid now? <laughs> this actually uh, came courtesy of uh, Josh Jackson. He posted it on my Facebook. And um, uh, let's just do the top ten. Um, and I would love to hear everybody's opinions on the uh, top ten Amiibo butt plugs. Number ten, Peach. Number nine, Samus. Number eight, Dr. Mario. Number seven, Lucario. Number six, Mr. Game & Watch. Number five, Ness. Number four, Mega Man. Number three, Villager. Number two is Kirby. And I thought Kirby was going to be number one. What do you guys think is number one? Josh, you, you, you probably know, so let's let these two guys. Yeah, I, I read it a couple times, so I know. Yeah. Derek, what do you think is the number one Amiibo butt plug? I, I don't know, and I don't feel comfortable answering. <laughs> One. Uh, Mega Yarn Yoshi. <laughs> uh, no, it is um, it is Luigi. It is it is Luigi. Uh, so there's that. Uh, what have you guys been playing this last week uh, over the holiday break? Uh, it's I've been revisiting a lot of the older games that have gone neglected for quite some time, and it's and I've been playing. Or I shouldn't say playing. I don't know if it counts, but I've been using uh, We Fit You. For the last month and a half, uh, very religiously. So I've uh, I don't know what prompted me. I got another pedometer, and talking about things that we order for no reason whatsoever, I ended up ordering three pedometers from. <laughs> they were like, what the? They're fuck? six dollars. They're six dollars on Amazon, and they're like the white green ones that came with the bundle that you couldn't get unless you bought the bundle. So I had like the black silver one for the longest time. So I ordered just something. Who knows? I lose one. I just want to have backups. And ever since uh, I think like last December, uh, like the week of December, when I when Josh, when we were uh, when we had lunch, I've been putting in uh, like I want to say at least ten thousand steps a day, and that includes my running because I said I was going to run six hundred and forty miles this year, and I've been doing about five k every other day. And, and I actually have to go do how many, how many miles per day is that? that's uh well, every other day, that's about 3.1 miles running. Oh, you're going to do a 5k every yeah, other 5K day, every other day. but oh, I okay, have to put okay. in 10,000 steps a day. And even if I take the dogs out, you know, walk to get groceries, what, what have you, I just want to make sure, you know, by the time you know, comic con season, if we're going to do all these like cosplay things, I look damn good. I can't like Derek and Shane be the only you know, and, and Josh being the only good-looking guys on this podcast. So, <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let's back to Funbots to fuck up. Um, when we met you at our first Comic Con, me and Derek, first Comic Con meeting you, me and Derek, you know, beforehand, like, who's this one guy? Um, like, and, and, and Derek, you know, you remember this conversation, right? Uh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like we were like who's this one guy like i don't know like he's really attractive how did why is he writing for our website it's like i don't know and then we met you in person we're like damn who is this one guy oh and then shucks. you fell down and saw him <laughs> <laughs> it kind of took away the uh mis- mysterious attraction. Uh, and yeah. just like that my my stuff was faded um but mm. I, I've just been like really I, I forget how great we fit you is in terms of keeping people motivated. Like on, uh, I, I've been looking at Fitbits and all these other things to really keep up on my my running and my workouts. But the the we fit you pedometer, like once you load it onto the game, it, uh, it has that twenty four hour chart. It tells you not only how long you've run or walked, but at the intensity you've been doing it. 
because it takes into account your height. Um, it takes into account the altitude and the temperature that's around you. Oh, wow. And you can even leave a note like, oh, well, this today I did chest and back or legs, right? And then you say, oh, I did a run at 7 a.m. You could personalize your workouts and you could share your workouts with other friends. So like if you're all keeping each other accountable, um, you can see like, all right, like Derek said he was going to go for a four mile run. And yeah, he did put in like say twelve thousand steps, but let me see the intensity of that workout because mm-hmm. I could. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. so you could and you could send messages and, and you could know if people uh, reach their goal. Like um, it won't tell you specifically how much weight you wanted to lose or gain, but it'll just say, "Hey, Derek uh, reached his goal." If you wanted to share that info, he can change the privacy settings to let us know specifically what the goal was. But I, I thought it was really damn cool, and I, the more I started using it, I went on Twitter. And, try, and Facebook, and I, I met like two other guys uh, that I've known for a while, Bruce and uh, this guy Cody, that they still use it. And so we kind of like re, you know, resurge the uh, We Fit You gym community to kind of keep each other in track and keep our workouts. So like today, like I know I have to get uh, arms and uh, arms and shoulders in, and I have to put in my run. So it's it's been great. Like uh, that, and um, I played We Sports Club too. And playing the the baseball and the tennis. I don't know. I just wanted to like re- get active. Get, yeah, that to get active. But there's so many things on my Wii U that I haven't touched. And um, lastly, I'm just about to beat Fallout Four. And mm. I'm, but Ooh, my nice. wife doesn't let me play it until she can sit down and devote some time to watch me play because she's been watching me play it for the last <laughs> week. I'm not joking. She's been saying. So, like I want to, don't you want to play your game? It, don't, like, don't you want to play your Fallout game? And she wants. That's pretty awesome. And she dictates what I do. It's so art imitating life. And so, <laughs> so she's like, oh, tell her this, tell, tell, make her say that. And so now I don't want to say anything, but I'm at the last chapter of the game, and I'm probably going to end up finishing this weekend. So by next week, nice. I will be done with Fallout Four, and I might be um, uh, in another room because my baby daughter will be born. <laughs> she's due next tuesday yeah. really yeah yeah the 12th yeah. right 12th nice so if you don't have if you don't have fallout finished by then is your wife gonna understand why you wrap it up while she's going to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> i thought that she better <laughs> <laughs> like honey 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 put a cork in it <laughs> tell her tell her you'll tell her to facetime you playing while she's <laughs> in the delivery room that would be awesome that would, that would be absolutely awesome. Well, how about you guys? What have you been playing? Actually, I was going to say something. Um, there is an app called, I believe it's called Gympact, where if um, if you don't go to the gym and your GPS checks you in, it charges you. Uh, minimum is $5. So if you like skip the gym, you get charged money, and it goes into this Gympact pool. Um, but you can earn money by when if there's a bunch of lazy people and like their money goes to the pool you when you go and check in you can get money from that what pool. yeah yeah it's um it's it's an interesting interesting uh app but uh yes yeah, a little little side note uh Josh we've been playing um i haven't played too much this week but most of my time was spent playing the new amplitude game that was actually sitting in my email box for the last 3 weeks it, since I was a backer during the Kickstarter campaign, and I just got around to downloading it this weekend. But it and Derek has anyone else played it besides me and Derek, the old one? No. So 
and there's a review up on the site, but just for the short version, um, it it's a it was essentially the precursor to what would become Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So how with Guitar Hero, you know how the notes scrolled downwards towards you and you push the buttons that correspond with the notes to play the song that's essentially what amplitude is except you switch you know i guess in a way you switch instruments mid-song so it's like once you hit a certain amount of notes that instrument will start playing by itself and then you'll have to switch to another instrument oh so that's how it, that's a, that's the gimmick yeah so then the idea is to keep switching from instrument to instrument without missing a beat um, hitting, getting as long of a combo as you can and getting the entire song to play on its own or at least as much of the song as you can get to play on its own. Oh, that sounds really before. fun. I've, ne- yeah, I've never um, had it described to me that way before. If there actually was like, I don't think, I don't know if, I don't think Harmonix had anything to do with it, but they made a spinoff of Rock Band called Rock Band Blitz, which was originally for the PSP and then they brought it to like Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. But that was just Amplitude with rock band set list and i think it's like 10 bucks on um xbox live arcade for 360 or ps3's playstation network so check that out that's like if you want to try it out as a cheaper version you can always do that but yeah it's the new one it's called amplitude because that was the more popular one but it honestly reminds me a little bit more of frequency because frequency was the very first one and it had like no or very few known musicians and it was just a lot of harmonics like in-house tracks that they made specifically for the game and that's what this is since it was a much smaller release and it was kind of more of a passion project that they turned to kickstarter to make but the gameplay is all still there the um like some of the new power-ups and stuff that they added to it to make the songs easier to complete make it feel somewhat fresh for the people who've played it before and the multiplayer mode was reworked to be a lot more like mario kart style dickish i guess you could say <laughs> where it's really designed around screwing over the other people you're playing against i'm all about screwing but, over but, dicks yeah obviously because we were talking about those amiibo butt plugs a second ago hey if it but, feels good do it yeah <laughs> i'm not against it mm. i got two luigi's <laughs> but, <laughs> but gotta go airtight <laughs> but um yeah, like the weirdest thing about the game though is there's like there's an actual campaign mode with like a story where you're trying to revive someone who's brain dead or something. Ooh. And the music's like playing in their brain into like to revive the individual parts of his brain you have to do well in the songs, I guess. Interesting. But but it was really really frustrating because to actually beat the game you have to finish all 15 songs in the campaign. Now there's three sections in the campaign and each section is four songs. When you, if you do well enough in those first four songs per section, then you unlock a fifth bonus song. Now, and then, like I said, to truly beat the game and to get the ending, you have to beat all 15 songs. But if you don't do well enough to unlock those bonus songs, you can't go back and replay songs. So you have to restart the entire campaign. Ugh. And I mean, it's not a long campaign, but I didn't know that. Not, they don't make it clear at all. So, no one would really know that unless someone told them ahead of time. So if so, if you're not I, if you're not doing well enough in a song um, at at a time, like if you're just not doing well, like are you, would you suggest someone just restart that song and do better? Yeah, before it ends. Yeah, because if you don't like, I think I played 14 out of 15 songs and I just didn't get the bonus song in the very last like part of the game. Mm. And then every time, and then when I finished the last song up before the bonus song. 
it says like, oh, you failed to revive the patient. And I was like trying to go down to song select and there's no option for song select. And it's like the only options were to replay the final song, which would do nothing for me or restart campaign from the very beginning. Oh, shitty. Yeah. But I mean, that was really the only major complaint. Like otherwise, by today's standards, it has a small set list, but it's still like five songs more than the old Amplitude. Hmm. And it's still just as fun as it always used to be. Um, and then outside of that, I played a little bit of Corpse Party since I'm trying to get caught up on reviewing like four month old games. Um, and the thing about it is that it's a really fun survival horror game if you're playing it indoors. But they went way too far with the whole like dark ambiance kind of thing, because if you're playing outside, you can't see it all. Like I, I kept running into traps. I kept running into. Oh, enemies. you mean you mean the, your characters in the game going outside? I was like, do do they want you to play in your backyard? No, it's not. I mean, like physically, like it's for Vita, and the Vita has a bright screen. And then I went in and turned the brightness all the way up. But the game itself is so dark that you can't see anything unless you're indoors. If you're outside, like the natural light just makes it so you can't see anything. Oh, oh, like, you you glary. you literally meant like being physically outside. Yeah, because I oh. usually play my portable games on my way to work or during my breaks, and I, I just can't. I can't play it unless I'm at home with the house light kind of keeping the game visible, because otherwise I just kept running into a bunch of crap, and it was really frustrating. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I'm still not too far into it, but hopefully it gets better. Derek, what have you been playing? Uh, work has been very crazy this week, so I've been playing uh, chat chat at work chat, uh, chat roulette. uh no aside so aside from some more knights of the old republic which i'm absolutely in love with uh both on my ipad and iphone uh which i i can't get like i'd love it when they have the cloud saving because then it's just everywhere and i don't need to worry about which device i pick up and it's great but that is fantastic and it's a fantastic port and it actually lends itself really really well to a touchscreen um, very well designed UI and everything like that. Aside from that, we've just been playing some. We've we've had some friends over in the evenings and have been just playing some Apple TV games. Uh, there's like a Pictionaries type game where you draw on your phone and it pops up on the TV and you, you have teams that guess and stuff like that, which is you know simple but uh, a lot of fun when you have some friends over. And uh, that's pretty much it for me this week, actually. But next week, I'll hopefully have some Xbox games to talk about. <laughs> Um, me, uh, the only thing I, I've played no video games except for like the other night, uh, I fired up, uh, destiny mm. and, um, I, I haven't played it since early December. And like, I had a lot of like stuff to do and I was like raiding with a friend and, um, you know, she, uh, was much higher light level than me. Um, I think I just hit two forty something. Um, but I'm starting to get legendaries in my gear. Um, I got, I got a exotic, um, that stag helmet, you know, the, the deer skull Mm -hmm. one. Um, I really want to like go back and get my heart of Praxix fire and like rebuild it from the, uh, the blueprints for year two and my bad juju, um, rifle. But there's, there's a lot of content out there for destiny, uh, right now. Uh, I did miss the sparrow races, so there's that, but. What a shame. Yeah, I know. Um, So let's get into our mission objectives of last week. We asked you, what is your favorite Star Wars game? Uh, Trevor, 
Um, H, Trevor H said, the one for 64. <laughs> Wasn't there lots for 64? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, then John P said, Forced Unleashed. Then John V said, Rogue Squadron 64. And then Trevor H came back and said, Oh, yeah, that's the one. This guy gets it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Trevor was really into Rogue Squadron 64. Uh, Kaylee H uh, said, Star Wars, the older public have a love of MMOs and she is actually the reason why we have titled our episode with arms wide open because she showed you me- welcomed her back with arms wide <laughs> 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 okay. Eric R said hide and seek featuring Luke Skywalker and uh, Scott H said Star Wars Rebel Assault 2 Cameron said C said KOTOR 2 and Rick L. said TIE Fighter. What do you guys have on your Wait, he said KOTOR 2? I heard KOTOR 2 was a mess. That's his favorite. Is it like how much, is it like how you, for some reason, love the Force Unleashed 2? I don't, I like Force Unleashed 1 way more than Force Unleashed 2, but Force Unleashed 2 was fun to play. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Kyle oh, A. said, uh, <laughs> Kyle A. said, I always thought Star Wars Pod Racer for the N64 was great when I was a kid. I'm not sure I'd feel the same about it now if I were to play it. Uh, Rogue Squadron was really good too. Uh, Bronin uh, S said Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, Nathan M said Battlefront 2 on PS2. Hours and hours spent neglecting homework and sleep because uh, because Battlefront was love and Battlefront was life. Now Battlefront is now Battlefront is nothing. Uh, Matthew K said I've played it. Bef- I've said it before, but Super Star Wars. I spent hours playing. I love the weird Super li- Star Wars. Yeah. I love the weird liberties it takes with the original movies, including a Sarlacc monster battle, a level where you have to break into a moving Jawa sandcrawler, and a next-to-impossible level in the cantina. Oh, and I got just got one more. Have to agree. Oh, uh, on Dylan L. agrees with Nathan M. about Battlefront 2. He said, have to agree overall. So many good games, but if I can only name one, it would be Battlefront 2 for PS2 or Xbox. Um, and uh, I, uh, Josh and Juan, do you have any? I only have two. Just a few. I've uh, um, I had. Oh, no, <laughs> I just, it's just two. Um, uh, the what to do podcast uh, wrote says not much to choose from. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, dude. Not much to choose from, but loving playing, love playing Endor on Star Wars Battlefront. I can only wonder why. And uh, our good friend Harrison M- Milfeld said the easy answer would be Kotor, but the one Star Wars title that made me feel like I was in the movies would be Rogue Squadron Two. All right, and Josh. I thought you were gonna say Harrison Wells. <laughs> um, I. Who's Harrison Wells? Uh, I just had three. Flash, um, dude. Xavier F just said, "Do I really have to pick one?" Uh, Andrew W said, first place X Wing versus Tire Fighter, second Battlefront Two, and third Galactic Battlegrounds." Oh, so he he, he Matthew, ranked him ranked him up. Yep. And then our Matthew Rodriguez said, "Kotor, Kotor because reasons." <laughs> And I do want to I do want to um, use our furious leader uh, Jonathan London um, said in a text. By the way, the Super NES Star Wars games were phenomenal. Dark Forces one and two, and the X Wing Tie Fighter games were my other favorites. But my very first Star Wars game was played in a, a Gijic, Mexico, at a pharmacy where they had an arcade version of Empire Strikes Back game where you're flying a land speeder against Adats. Mm. And that was it. So um, this week we are asking you guys. VR is essentially here for the mass markets. What are you most excited to experience in virtual reality? I guess we kind of touched it, but let's let's go around the board real quick. Uh, I kind of said it earlier, but it's almost a, as as excited as I am for 
virtual reality games and and it it could be just because i haven't you know even fathomed what uh for virtual reality games will be like what will be possible in those titles but i'm almost more excited for the non-gaming experiences like uh there's already skybound uh, skybound entertainment uh who does the walking dead and and comic books and and outcast and stuff like that uh they've already announced a series that like a like a television series that will be exclusive to virtual reality devices and uh from what i've seen so far that sounds incredible but just stuff like that and 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 just these other non-gaming creative elements i'm i'm almost more excited for just these insane virtual reality experiences like the everest stuff or like going you know somewhere you've never been like you'll just be able to put this headset on and uh, you know to to a degree travel and see something that you have only seen in photos and have it be much more lifelike because of the way virtual reality works i'm almost more excited for that than i am for playing games at this point Josh, my answer will be similar. Um, I'm not particularly excited about any one individual experience, but I'm excited about the potential that VR will be able to bring out. And once people start getting used to the technology, once it becomes easier to handle, and we start really seeing what kind of creative inputs people can put into it, and that's really when I'll be more on board with it. I think. Yeah, I would. I would say right now it's hard to envision what. Um what is going to be brought to the table. A, a really good analogy would be when uh, gamer points uh, and achievements came out for the 360. A lot of developers didn't know what to do with them, so they made achievements that uh, you couldn't get, like be number one on the multiplayer leaderboards. Well, if you pick that game up now and the servers are down, you can't get that achievement. Or like really just like random random uh, achievements. So I think we, we all have like an idea. Like right now it's play games and have these experiences, but once it, it is pervasive and there's massive market penetration, you're going to get people that come up with really creative stuff that we would never have thought before. And Juan Carlos? I, I just don't, you know, I think the survival horror, like I would love to play something like, uh, what's that alien game? Uh, Infestation? Isolation. Isolation. That in VR. Um, I would scream <laughs> a lot. But I think that's the kind of stuff that we want, but we don't want, but we want. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think... I'm I'm still I don't know like I'm 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 excited but I'm not super thrilled about it I don't know I I mean I'm just saying that now but I know the minute I test it out somewhere and see what we really can do I'll be like the first a hole like dropping six hundred bucks on a drunken Saturday night <laughs> you're gonna pull Derek, Derek. <laughs> oh my god this Mount Everest is right in my living room <laughs> <laughs> where's the gin where's the gin. Um, I would say that I'm right on board with um, with uh, oh my god, what's your name, Derek? <laughs> I'm on board with Derek. Jesus, <laughs> man, it's only been three and a half years. Uh, it's um, I'm not like really like stoked on games per se, but to see what like artists and like, different like 3D experiences are. Gonna I'm be. excited to see what Shia LaBeouf does with VR. Yeah, he'll do something interesting. Uh, but like, there's um, what was that 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 uh, insane asylum game that we played? Outlast. Outlast. No, no, it was like it was like oh, catatonic. Catatonic. Catatonic was like this VR movie where you were put in a physical wheelchair, um, and then in the in the movie you were experiencing um, going through this insane asylum. I think stuff like that is going to be really interesting. But uh, like, but porn is going to be fucking off the charts. Like, I tried it this this summer. It is the fucking future. I'll buy VR just for some VR titties. I'm surprised you haven't already. I actually thought about getting a DK2 recently. <laughs> they're, they're sold out, so 
Gonna have to. I'm get... surprised you didn't buy a Galaxy in a Galaxy Gear. Um, that's gonna be more expensive than getting um. Oculus. That's true. That's, that's true. When you factor in the price of the phone. Yeah, and you have to buy it unlocked. And I'm well, gonna... unless you already, unless you, yeah, as long as you already have the computer, of course. Otherwise, it's not even close. Still. Yeah, absolutely. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, around the site. Um, my around the site uh, is this week's episode of the main. A Geekscape podcast. Um, they had the the female the number one gaming podcast on the Geekscape network. No, no, it sure is. No, no, guy. They had uh, the <laughs> the female protagonist voice actress Courtney Taylor as their guest for Fallout Four. Um, and I play a female, so it was uh, interesting to to hear my character on the podcast talking to John. <laughs> It was, it's a cool guest. That's yeah, pretty. It was, it was a it was a really great episode, actually. Yeah, I'm about halfway through right now, so I'm pretty stoked. Uh, I am going to go with, and it's nothing like major, but uh, just this morning, Netflix debuted a new teaser for season two of Daredevil, and it has no new footage. It's it's just like a mosaic of uh, stills that are stylized and voiceover from the first season. I've never seen a teaser make me want to rewatch what I've already watched so bad as this teaser. But they also announced uh, in that same teaser the official uh, premiere date for season two, which was heavily rumored to be coming out on March 25th, uh, which is the same day as Batman vs. Superman. Uh, but it's actually coming on March 18th, so we've got just over two months to wait until D- Daredevil's second season. When did Daredevil first season like air in the summer? I think right? it was February. Oh, really? Was that long ago? Yeah, it was. It was. It was that long ago. Interesting. Any, anybody else? Um, yeah, my around the site. Um, my around the site was my contribution to Music Monday this week that I actually just posted. No. <laughs> what? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, you didn't. Okay, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Nobody oh did. Oh my god, you! All, I was about to get on a fucking plane and come down there and strangle you. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, no. I, 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 my face is red and like my heart is pounding with fury. <laughs> uh, is this a bad time to mention my interview with Paul Oakenfold? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. I heard Mega sixty four called upon his best her best friend. <laughs> we killed we killed him. I can't <laughs> even no. on any level. But, <laughs> no, but I mean I do think that that was Shane's longest running column though. I think he hit like three weeks. I I, I had the Martin Garrix one fucking drafted. I just didn't finish it. It's been a busy week. Leave me alone. What about last week? <laughs> last week I was gonna. What was I gonna do last week? I didn't even come up with one last week. Huh? Well, that's probably why it wasn't posted. <laughs> story, story of his life. No, no. But my, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and then say one that is up, and then one that will be up by the time this episode's posted, most likely, because just because I'm ex- really excited to write it, but. Shane's like, fuck you, I... I'm putting it up right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna right. put I'm gonna put the podcast up unedited. Just put it in there. No no theme song, no stinger, no shortening, no compression. <laughs> Just post. Yeah. No, but my around the site for something that's actually posted is Matt's article about the Japanese Pokemon arcade. Mm. Where Yeah, that sounds was, really cool. Yeah, where it's like you throw poke you like you throw the Pokeballs at the screen pretty much. 
Yeah, that's really that's really like, I, It just sounds really cool, and I don't know why Japan gets all the cool stuff and we don't. Like, it took us like ten years after the fact to get DDR, I think. But the one that I wanted to talk about that's not up yet, and we were talking about it before the show, is that my top ten waifus of twenty fifteen is almost is almost ready to go up, <laughs> which I'm really excited about because it's one of my favorite articles to write for the two years I've been doing it. Yeah, it's. But, I I went in and took a little sneak peek, and um, I'm 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 pretty happy with your choices. Yeah, so I wanted to. I'm going to skip the honorable mentions, and I wanted to just read off the ten that I picked real quick for. No, 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 no. No, this is around the site. You make them go read it. No, well then, fine. I'll read the. I'll read. I'll read the first five, or yeah, the first five. Okay. So number ten was Homaru from Senran Kagura. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number nine was Lin Lee from Xenoblade Chronicles X. Number eight is me from Fallout (laughs) Four. Number seven is me <laughs> from Hotful Boyfriend, <laughs> and number six is me from Amnesia Memories. <laughs> I love that. I, I thought those were fucking hilarious. Anyway, uh, that oh, was wait, it. I have oh, one, B- one. <laughs> Juan, you're supposed to have uh, the raise your hand was, button. Oh, I'm, <laughs> uh, I wanted to just uh, give some attention to Eric Francisco's article about Power Rangers and their upcoming comic book run. By boom, um, they were picked up, and the movie is coming out what next year? I believe. No, later than that. Twenty. Yeah, twenty seventeen. I think it is supposed to be. It, oh, they got delayed. Oh, it did. It got uh, pushed. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're going to start seeing twenty sixteen building up that hype, and uh, we have a uh, new comic book series that's penned by Kyle Higgins, a uh, guy worked on uh, DC's Nightwing, and uh, Cal from Image Comics. And it's taking place. So the original Power Rangers took off in 1993 here in the States. Uh, it's going to take the classic Power Rangers, uh, even the Green Ranger, Tommy, and put them in 2015. So kind of, yeah, so oh, really? like 22 years later, how would those Power Rangers um, work in 20, like in the 21st century with, you know, Twitter and social media? Um, so everything that we have today, how would those Power Rangers who existed in a time where the internet was, what in its infancy was like wasn't even a household thing yet and if you wanted to talk to people who actually had to do it face to face no social media no ims no nothing how would those teenagers today uh work yeah with so, it. So, that that brings up a good point that um isn't like 90 percent of like uh conflicts in seinfeld could have been avoided if you had a cell phone <laughs> oh crap i haven't even thought of that yeah well, here's a question: Are Bulk and Skull just going to be internet bullies? That would that would make sense if you want to modernize them. Yes, are they just going to, but they're going to be Gamergate. Are they just going to? They're just gonna, <laughs> they're just going to invade Jason's Facebook page and be like, "Oh, you're you're gay, gay." But no, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. I, I'm very very curious. I'm not a, a huge Power Ranger fan. Like, I don't hate them, but I, I don't have any memorabilia. I've I've I don't think I've watched anything past. Um, the first series and then the one before when we had the chance to interview those guys at Comic-Con for the last two years. Um, Super Megaforce, I believe. But, I, I mean, I'm really curious uh, to see how they treat them in the 2016 era, or 2015. That's where they're starting it off from. It'll be um be interesting read. So that, that was it. Level 60, guys. Uh, you can find us all at geekscape.net. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. You can follow me on Twitter at Channel Hair. 
You can uh, follow me. Oh, what? Derek? I didn't say anything. <laughs> follow me on gaming platforms, SS Jaken. Follow me on SoundCloud. I'm the last Rocketeer. Yeah. I am at D Cranavelt on Twitter uh, and at Captain K17 on PS4 and <laughs> Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to buy Xbox Live now. Yes, you too. Do. Jesus. It's oh, like no, probably no. So you got to get uh you got to get Bing points. You know what Bing points are? I, they don't do those in Canada. Well, I'll, I'll give you I'll just give you the the stuff. I've got so many free Bing points from just dicking around at work. Yeah. No, well, I'll give you my Bing points cuz I used to use it for Hulu, but I don't anymore. Yeah, but you can't you can't use them in Canada. I can't give you a fucking like code, and you can't. Oh, read... probably. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll get. I'll buy you a code. Look, like a Xbox Live Gold membership is six hundred and seventy nine Bing points. How many points do you have? Uh, I have seven hundred and forty nine. Nice. So, get me some craft dinner, and I'll get you some uh, Xbox I... Live. <laughs> is that? Uh... I'm at Inu Joshua <laughs> at every other platform. <laughs> Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, Twitter, Instagram, Grinder, Grinder, and I'm at the King of Mars <laughs> on Twitter, and my game handles are on my profile. That's it. All right, uh, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.